Welcome to season eight of Retrain Your Brain. And this season is going to be all about thriving. I'm going to be digging into my positive psychology toolkit and giving you the exercises to move from I'm fine to I'm flourishing. We need to talk about toxic positivity. Being a positive psychologist does not, I repeat, does not mean I go around telling you, look on the bright side. It could have been worse. Just keep smiling. I am not the little Lego team singing Everything is Awesome. Now try and get that song out of your head. Positive psychology absolutely respects your right to feel crappy. It acknowledges that we are all different and we have different needs. And if you're on the murkier side of OK and require extra support, I will always try to signpost you to trained professionals who can help you far more effectively than I. While my focus is on self-care and thriving, if you are struggling, self-care for you is a luxury rather than any sort of motivator. Emotions can be a warning light that something isn't right. And sometimes we need much more help to deal with the root cause than looking for a silver lining. Therapy, whichever method you prefer, gestalt, CBT, DBT, psychoanalysis, somatic, and so on, is nothing to be ashamed of. And in fact, be proud that you're taking those steps to feel better. I chose to train as a coach, not a counsellor. By choice, I'm not a clinician. I cannot prescribe, but I also do not work in the area of mental ill health. Like any academic, I do have an understanding of the causes, symptoms, and awareness of the forms of treatment. But in practice, I would always refer someone who needs clinical support because my focus is on the other side of okay. My aim, my specialism, is to move you from fine to flourishing. And that is my area of expertise. That is where I have developed my skills. And this means I am not the right person for everyone. With the only proviso that sometimes my tools can be a useful add-on to traditional intervention. It's not a substitute and certainly not an alternative. So what of toxic positivity? Well, strangely enough, toxic positivity is something all of us might engage in without even realising it, often because it actually comes from a place of love and maybe a little discomfort with others being upset. Take this example. What might you say to a friend who says, I'm so useless? Many people would immediately respond with, no, you're not, you're amazing, and then go on to reel off a whole list of examples of why this is the case. Unfortunately, this is an example of toxic positivity. In your desire to make that person feel better, you've not validated their right to feel bad. They may now feel unheard. They may even think, oh, I've made you feel a bit uncomfortable and then simply agree with you. And we've missed a chance to really help. A more helpful response to a statement like that is to first hold it with, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Or, I'm sad to hear you say that. You may then wish to add, I've always seen you as so, and insert a few examples from that list there. But then ask, why do you say that? Why is so powerful. The simple act of asking why can make a massive difference because you've acknowledged the speaker's right to feel exactly as they do. And in asking the question, if 
your help is sought, you're then well placed to offer it because you've learned something more about what they actually need. Thus, your support is targeted. And it's also okay not to be able to help directly because ultimately people do have to take the stand alone. And perhaps the only thing you can offer is to hold their hand. And that's wonderful. But remember, only offer that if you have the time and capacity to do so. Please don't make promises you can't keep. But where does positive psychology come in? Well, positive psychology focuses on what makes people resilient and ultimately happy. Martin Seligman, founder of positive psychology, who studied the causes of depression as an academic, believed that psychology was half-baked if we only stopped at helping those with mental ill health back to feeling okay. Instead, he preferred to look at anyone who's feeling okay in order so that he could explore their potential to go further and thrive. This does not mean we ignore the whole field of clinical support out there. As I said, if you need that help, I will often send you recommendations. But it's very important to realise that where I focus is on how you can go from okay to being even better and then to thriving. So what I might do is where I might look at ways of managing toxic relationships. As a positive psychologist, I'll also give you the tools to build healthy ones. So here's a quick tip, for example. Name three friends you love and identify their values. Then work to live those values yourself regularly and you'll find people of the same mindset tend to gravitate to you. Positive psychology proposes practical ways, for example, a better sleep routine, getting fresh air, connecting with loved ones, to take advantage of the brain's neuroplasticity. And that means that the chemical balance and circuitry of our brains can be altered by sustained behaviours. These behaviours can, however, be positive or negative. And even if you have been feeling down and a focus on that has caused your brain to function in a certain way, by changing your behaviour, for example, having more exercise, which allows more oxygen to get to the back of your brain or getting out in the sun, practicing gratitude, meditation, all of those pursuits are known to stimulate the happy hormones or happy neurotransmitters. And that can result in more positive pathways being built or the negative ones being dampened. Likewise, the use of medication for mental ill health is there to dampen or stimulate brain chemistry in those cases where such behavior boosts are just not enough. And whether you're undergoing any formal therapy that is somatic or talking therapy, we can still benefit from the natural ways to boost brain health. And if you're not, then this is also a great way to start physically programming that thriving mindset, quite literally. However, the commitment to building mental and emotional fortitude regularly, which positive psychology promotes, which focuses on growing positive emotion, finding engagement in life, building healthy relationships, experiencing meaning and recognizing and celebrating achievements, including the little wins, takes time and effort. It's like building our physical fitness. We need to use those muscles regularly. Therefore, even those feeling okay may not want to do it. But positive psychology always respects your right to decide what works for you. Toxic positivity is about forcing your opinion onto others 
even if it is with a smile. And that's all we have time for. But for more positive psychology exercises, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang Tools to Drive. Visit my website, www.draudreyt.com, where you can also purchase copies of my books. Or alternatively, join me on NLive Radio, Tuesdays, 9pm, in the Wellbeing Lounge.